Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. How's it going, guys? And our other co-host, Daniel Jang. Hello! And what we do is we come to you every week on Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Not YouTube. Soon YouTube. YouTubes. We have some uh, important announcements to make about that. <laughs> but uh, SoundCloud, podcast services, you name it, we're there. Check us out. Like, subscribe us, review us. Anything will help us. It'll be great. But yeah, what we do, we come every week, we sit at a table, we talk about nerdy things, we each bring a topic to the table, we have some fun, we hope you have some fun, bada bing, bada boom, capish, capash. But today, we're Italian. Today, though, it's going right. to be a little bit, just a tad bit. My spidey sense is tingling. Beady, beady, tidbit different. And Karosh, spoilers here. Hint, hint. I, I sense something. But spider sense is tingling. Something's going on. What is Marissa Tomei. <laughs> 51. A one 52? hour episode about Marissa Tomei. No. 52 Jane, years what are we talking about today? Speederman. Homecoming. And the prawns. And the prawns. And pra- yeah. Can't forget the prawns. Yep. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming came out. We all saw it. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Full spoilers. Mm-hmm. No Warning. holds barred. Warning. Warning. Guys. Guys. What did you think? Dudettes. It was awesome. I loved it. Awesome sauce. Best that's, Spider-Man. That's it. Great episode. <laughs> Fantastic, guys. Best Spider-Man. Best Spider-Man. That, that's saying a lot. There's been seven movie versions now and a lot of cartoon versions. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what, are, what are your overall thoughts? Let's go into it. Vargas. Uh, a plus. That's overall like into one one letter. Okay. A plus. <laughs> um, overall thoughts. Uh, I loved the villain. Yes. Mm. Villains. We want to start there. Villains, Michael um, Keaton. Michael Keaton. He fucking fucking Batman. Oof, good. Motherfucker he flies Birdman. Birdman. <laughs> God, you know I forgot. I fuck. I loved so, that movie too. Birdman was great. He was. I gotta say, <clears throat> I know we're starting with villain right now. He was the best part of the movie for me. Yeah. I know there's a lot that was good in the movie, but for me, that's what stood out. I think what made it great is there's a point where it can it can go either way and. Mm-hmm. He can either become a worse villain, or he can become, he can no longer be a villain. Oh, you mean after the, the aftermath of this film? In the car scene. The prom. Oh, okay. That, that scene. Because it, it just could have gone many ways. <laughs> and I th- That was the best scene. And it, while it was going on, I, I freaking looked at Dan, and I'm like, this is intense, dude. Yeah. I was like, it was my like hands scene are in, starting to in Glorious Bastards in the beginning. Oh, the with like, the milk? Yeah. yeah. It was too good, man. My hands started to sweat. My knees were sweaty. My palms, <laughs> knees, weeks, weak, arms, palms heavy. I don't even know. How to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scene. That, that was, was a fantastic. good scene. But if, yeah, if, the... you, if you don't die a hero, you become the villain. You become Batman. Becomes a villain. <laughs> I mean, but he kept going, and <laughs> after the credits, you don't know. You yeah. don't know. Yep. Yeah, we're all over the place. All right, going back, villains. villains. Shocker. Michael Keaton. Shockers. Shockers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think of those? First one's whatever. I kind of <laughs> he was the guy in Prometheus. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know that. The the main dude that's like banging the Numi Numi Replos, whatever. The one that gets infected. Prometheus. He looked completely different. He has a beard. Wow. <laughs> but hmm. I, I recognized the eyes, and then my girlfriend also pointed out, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's him." And then I, when I re- started realizing which villain he was, I was like, "Yeah, he is Shocker." Like the big <laughs> fucking all the references. But then the other guy that played Shocker. 
He was also like if if you go just by characters the in the real shocker in the lore of things like I forget this character's name but they both technically are shocker oh. in Spider-Man lore. Gotcha. Okay. At some point. So gotcha. cool not there. One of them will no longer be shocker. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was weird. Like it was both insidious yeah but at the same time it was humorous they played it off because it, it, it to that point it didn't show michael keaton ever f- actually physically hurting anyone he, at all well, i mean he punched someone at the beginning but i mean right. he was a thief the whole time yeah he was just a thief and he didn't want actual like anyone to get hurt essentially yeah like, that's no what murder. it seemed like and so he grabs this this item that you think is or at, uh, he thinks is like a gravitational <laughs> thing, so it's gonna li- it's gonna lift him up or something, and he just blasts this guy, and this guy just disintegrates into mm-hmm. nothing. I thought that was the gravity, and he goes like, "I thought this was the anti gravity." He's uh. like, "That's not even ready yet." And, he's and then like, he goes oh, and picks well. up his shocker. He's like, ding, ding. I know. <laughs> "It's so casually paid off." Like he just murdered someone. He's like, "It is what it is." I guess you're shocker though. Yeah. So the guy, the second shocker, he is a really good character in Fargo season two. One of my mm. favorite characters. Mike Milligan, for those that have watched Spargo, mm-hmm. I highly recommend you see him. He, I felt like I was worried he was just going to be shoehorned in, just yeah. sort of like thug. But I felt <clears> like he had enough ro- moments where he was a little bit smarter. I felt like, I did feel like his fighting with Spider-Man could have been a little better. Yeah. It was like the moment it Spider-Man... It was a long run time. Yeah. But the, I feel like the moment Spider-Man got like everything he could use at his disposal... It was that was it for Shocker. Like, there's nothing you can. But do. to the credit, it's like it's showing you the different tiers of villains in this. Like, there's the ones that are like, he they could take advantage of Spider or like a regular civilian. They could take advantage of Spider-Man when he's down already, so they'd be good in like a combo. But then there's the ones where it's like once Spider's, you know, the top, the more mid that's, to top tier. That's a good way to look at it. I didn't look at it that way. I think it yeah, showed tiers. that off because you yeah. saw. So we got we got. Uh, it shows Shocker. common thugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows common thugs. And they're using the guns, special guns. They look like still... uh, Ratchet and Clank guns. Yeah, <laughs> like oh fuck, I got the wrong one. The Sheepinator. The, <laughs> uh, all this. Stuff. Uh, and then they got like above a tier above that, which would be like Shocker. Sure. Who yeah. he, he constantly has a weapon, mm-hmm. and he's able to use it. He's better. well, he's proficient yeah, in he's whatever proficient one of the, one with of those that those weapon. Ones. And then I didn't, I don't know of another tier, but from a, a tier above that is going to be Vulture. the actual villain Vulture. And then maybe we build up over the course of films and to like Iron some Man. someone like a Goblin or like mm, a yeah. Doc Ock. Or something. I, I think maybe at that a, point, maybe a Scorpion. Did you guys yeah. catch that reference? Yeah. At the end, Nacho. Well, the it was it was in Nacho. the middle. Yeah. The guy who plays Nacho. So he earlier when he meets him at the pier, he's like uh, Mark uh, Gargan, mm-hmm. Mac yeah, Gargan, yeah, 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 yeah. and that. That person is scorpion. the scorpion. I don't. I honestly don't even know who scorpion is. You don't know scorpion? I don't know. All right, you're about. That, but that I, I know who exactly you're talking about. The it's the all yeah. the tatted guy. Yeah, yeah. So he shows oh, up I later. Know who he, and is. he was in Far Cry Three or I don't, something. I don't know him from sh- from the from any of the cartoons or TV shows. I know him from a video game scorpion. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I, this guy. Yeah. 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 Scorpion. Okay. Anyway, there was a nod there. Possible future villains there. So, how did how do you know that that would be Scorpion? They say his name. I mean, he has a scorpion mm. right here. Yeah, and they say his name too. And they say his those name. are just random tattoos. And on given a how thug. much they've been, yeah, he did. He did come like, out, and he also play? came out more out out more than normal. Like mm-hmm. he, he was had more screen time than sure. normal as well. A smaller not like this is me reading into the tidbits of things, but Donald Glover. Yeah, he I was know in about it, this. and his character. Is apparent. I, I haven't read Miles too Davis. much. No, 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 not Miles. 
his character is the prowler of the ultimate universe and um he's the uncle of miles morales mm-hmm. in in the lore of things i'm it's been a while since i've been reading some comics but nod cool mo- nod in in uh when, when spider-man is in uh in um I wasn't seeing inter- yeah interrog- inter- interrogation mode. Uh, yeah, interrogation mode. Uh, he he says, you know what, dude? Obviously, you're terrible at this, but I got I got family. Yeah, I got, mm-hmm. you know, I got mm-hmm. I got a nephew. I got mm-hmm. nephew. Mm-hmm. He he even yeah. says it too. So though. they this movie was layered with yeah, like humor, is... nods, everything. I feel like there was a lot of attention to that. Yeah. So. If any other podcast steals this from us, you gotta you gotta give <clears throat> us some credit. Just letting you guys know, y'all mother effers. <laughs> I like the reveal. When they reveal his prom date's dad is that was the perfect. I was like, I did not see. You know what? So so coming. I haven't been to a movie where it was completely packed, and this wasn't completely packed, but it was like there. You just couldn't. You couldn't have a double date at that point. But when we got in, like okay, not a double date. You couldn't have a date. Like it was just single person seating after that. And you guys went together, right? Yeah, we watched it together. Okay, Um, cool. So you saw like all the reactions. And so when the door opens at this to for him to see his prom date, and is and it's Michael Keaton, the villain that he knows who he is. (laughs) Like the whole crowd was like, <gasps> like it just gasped. Same for our theater. And I, I looked and I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone like is on the same level. I wanted him else. to go by the fireplace and grab the poker and like, you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> Smash a vase. I was hoping, I was waiting for that scene. Did not happen. That would have been perfect. <laughs> or if like his wife was like, yeah, he takes care of all the things around here. He's Mr. Mom. Yeah. If they made if they said like those little things, I would have. But when he was in the car with him, so yeah, I had the same reaction in our theater. Everyone gasped, and immediately after, everyone's looking at each other like, fuck, this is intense. Like, you could hear mumblings and everything. And the whole car ride, the tension was there, but, like, you could see Keaton's face, like, going slowly from, like, calm and, like, <laughs> kind of curious to slowly, like, like he just cracked. Yeah. And I was like, Beetlejuice is in there. He's coming <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, Keaton knocked it out of the park. Fantastic. Yeah, he did. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Tom Holland. How uh, this is like we said, this is the seventh Spider-Man movie. Dude, that dude is How, what fit do you think? as hell, man. Yeah. He's what? He is so fit. He oh yeah. So he's also the youngest one God to play damn, Spider-Man. Man. Holy shit. Tobey Maguire was thirty when he played him. Holy shit. In high school Spider-Man. Hey, I can still be Spider-Man. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Garfield was 25, 26 when he played him. Oh wow. And uh, uh, Tom Holland was twenty-ish yeah. when he okay. plays him. He it felt like I was thinking if it didn't have the production quality it had, I was watching a Disney original movie like set in high school. Boy, like Corey and Sean were gonna show up. Topanga was gonna be around the corner. Yeah. Mr. Feeny, but <laughs> it had that good high school vibe. You guys liked him as Peter Parker. You like what did you think of his uh, Parker and Spidey? I think it's so realistic when he was like trying to impress Tony Stark and happy. Like, that's how a teenager would be. Like, hey, hey, so super eager. Oh, what can I do? What can I do? No, no, no. Calling nonstop. I thought that was super realistic. I think he's young enough, um, mind-wise and actuality, to play a, a, a new, a new. obviously, he's an up-and-coming superhero at mm-hmm. this point in his stage. Spam's been on forever. Mm-hmm. Um but this is a good origin because it's it's using a good actor um, that with a good real age, mm-hmm. and yeah, he played it off really well. He you know it's he's learning everything. He he seems very 
genuine when he's when he's talking about you know trying to impress Iron Man and stuff like that. It just everything seemed genuine, and and I think it's, he's able to play it off really, really well because he is a young young actor as well. Yeah, he wasn't. What has he been in another movie before this? He's been in some stuff. I, I know his IMDb. Ha- it's it's not like well versed, yeah, but there's some stuff. He's casted as Nathan Drake, young Nathan Drake. Yeah. yeah? And he's in a movie coming out with uh, Shane from Walking Dead. Um, mm. uh, birth and all something. Birth and all. All I know is his, his uh, future is looking really bright. Yeah, really, really bright. But yeah, he did. I think he did a fantastic job as Peter Parker. What did you think of his Spider Man? Really good too. Yeah. yeah, I noticed a bit more CG for this one. I know, like in past ones, they've tried to go with practical effects and stuff. I, it didn't bother me too much, but it was noticeable. Um, I did like appreciate it with the eye movements of the suit. Like the, it, it was a great way of emoting like expression with the suit. I really, but like comparing it to Pat, like Andrew Garfield, I know those movies didn't get a good rap, but I really liked his Spider-Man. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the Toby Spider-Mans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, more because of Toby, less because of everyone else. But I liked his, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man for his his uh, gesturing like his mannerisms are what gave me the expressions and, yeah. and thoughts like he would drop his head he would talk like expressively that way I feel like this one both with how they use technology and with his you know his acting they had a good balance of that it was really cool um, when you you were mentioning earlier about the happy and Tony my favorite part with that was the beginning where he's vlogging yes that was perfect <clears throat> like it, it it captures the enthusiasm. It captures his like he's new to this world. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was his origin, but not in the sense that he just got the powers. That's the thing that I was like, how are they going to do this? I swear to God, if I have to see Uncle Ben one more time, like <laughs> great responsibility, great, like I am tired of that. I'm honest to God, tired of that. And they they did it in a in a, in a good way. I thought. Like, yeah, I really like. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was just I was reaffirming like that was a good way of like. It's an origin story, not so much for him being, uh, getting his powers, but for him learning his powers. It's like you've gone through the tutorial. The whole origin would have been like the tutorial stuff, learning how the mechanics work. And now this is him on chapter one mission. Mm-hmm. Like in a, if you're going by video game logic, it's like he doesn't know how to use the complex tactics, uh, know how he fits in with the rest of the, the players and all that. Stuff. Like that, that's my mindset going yeah. in. So. You were saying, Jane? I really liked how they made two movie studios came together. Yeah. Let- Oh, let, let us borrow Spider-Man. And we'll let you borrow Avengers. I mean, yeah. I thought that was pretty I'm, cool. I thought that was a definite achievement. I'm wondering how long that'll last. <laughs> it's over already. Well, this is the thing. I don't know how much you guys have been keeping up. I know we've kind of talked about Venom before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. So they're doing a standalone Venom movie, mm-hmm. not tied with this. It's disconnected from the, like Tom Holland, Spider-Man is separate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a Black Cat in a Silver Sable movie, and they're mm. doing a Mysterio movie. Now, here's the thing with the Venom movie. They're like, they're, they're fast-forwarding all this fucking shit. They're like, 2018, we're going to get all this shit out. I'm like, A, that's that's too fast. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're regular. B, the thing I found about the Venom movie, so he's got Carnage. It's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> Buddy cop? How does that? I don't, they were like, it's going to be like Zombieland. Like, they were like, oh my they, they, took, they saw Deadpool, and they're like, rated our comedy. <sighs> and they're like, Venom and Carnage rated our cop. Like I'm like, dear God. It can make sense if they do it like Deadpool, where it's it's you know it's gory action, but they play it off as a joke because to them this doesn't matter. 
I mean, because they're evil. it's a long shot. That's all I'm saying. Like the way how quickly, like they, it seems like they're stacking things against them yeah. with how quickly they want to turn around. <clears throat> the format being a little bit irregular. I don't know. I'm worried with how Sony's persistent about like keeping this separate yeah. and like not wanting to go any more than they feel like they need to. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It just seems like money. I'm gonna keep an open mind for it. Though. Sure. I mean, I probably will too. But I'm just like it. This the the forecast. I'm like. Ooh, I should I should pack a coat. Like that's my thought. <laughs> that's but a good uh, analogy. Good point though. Yeah, I did. W- Ultron was in the film. His head. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. He was like, nope. <laughs> With the when he was looking at Tony Stark's uh, all of his gear, mm. he picks up the helmet. Was it was it was it Vulture? Who no, no, it was yeah. Vulture had robbed something. Yeah, and he was going through what he had robbed, and he saw the, the yeah, head. Yeah, and he was like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then he picks up. Uh, Iron Man's helmet too. And he's like, Ugh. He that, too. <laughs> that was Iron Man that picked that up, or not the Vulture that picked that one up. Yeah. Wait, did Vulture pick up the Ultron head? I thought Spider Man when he Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. I think got the Ultra Ultra. And then later when Vulture, uh, he they, yeah they came yeah. across it. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. What did you guys think about the high school kids? Ned Flash. His his friend killed it. Ned seen <laughs> steel. The uh, Flash is a fucking asshole. <laughs> he, he was an asshole, they and did I didn't like. Job. I didn't. I didn't like his. No, but he. W- I didn't like he his character because I thought it sucked. Like it was mm. poorly written. Really? I, I think the guy is a not a good actor. Like really? it just wasn't convincing to me. It, what would you? What were you hoping for? And what? What did you think? What did you well, feel I like you got? Because I, I didn't know anything about that character to begin with. You know, it's just, I saw him as it, as it came out. But it just the actor doesn't flow well. He doesn't have good timing i felt like it wasn't a very good timing hmm. his voice just doesn't match up with what i think of everyone else combined he just he seemed to me flashing like an out of place character okay. like an out of place casting it could have been someone hmm. else i mean it in the set for me it caught me off guard in the sense that i'm used to seeing a flash where he's like a, a jock a big yeah, yeah and this yeah. wasn't a jock this was this was the the quote-unquote cool kid or bully let's yeah. say Within the nerds, mm-hmm. it's like I'm the asshole nerd, and mm-hmm. he's like, Doesn't like, in, in the comics, is, is Flash the guy who becomes Venom, or like he's the guy who he's one of them, but he was, right? he's not yeah. the first. Eddie Brock is the Eddie Brock oh, no, Eddie Brock so, is the guy I was thinking about. Yeah. Never mind, okay, but Flash does get it later, and he's a different one. He went and served, and then he lost, it. he became uh, a paraplegic, and oh, shit. okay, Agent yeah. Venom, and uh, yeah, Agent Venom, and he becomes like a soldier Venom, he tries mm-hmm. to like, but it's like an addiction, mm-hmm. so sort of. It's a good story. Well, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, him having the costume on allows but he, him to... he gets humbled oh. coming back, but then he relies on the suit a lot, and yeah. it's like a necessity. And yeah, he battle, he battles that. It's a, gotcha. it's a good um, thing. Gotcha. But I, it didn't bother me. I liked that kid because I'd seen him in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, See, I thought in that one, he did a fantastic job. Yeah. And this one is just... I don't know his voice. I just didn't. I it was, just didn't seem like. Him. I felt like I didn't like him because I'm supposed to not like him. Not because <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. it felt out of place. But I thought that's in my head. I was like, I'm supposed to feel like that. Yeah. Like he is a little weird. He has his dad's car. He's like everyone else is like on the same wave. They're like actual friends, and he's just sort of like, fine. I, I, like I I want to be with you guys, but like I just know how to react to you guys this way. And there's know. a scene where it's just so blatantly obvious. They have like his collar pop. 
They had like another shirt where that parlor was popped too. It was like double DJ popped. Yeah. And I was DJ like, Flash. wow, that was, that's uh, <laughs> so <laughs> obvious. DJ Flash. But it, it wasn't that I, I didn't I didn't grow to love the character in a sense where I hated him because okay. I believed in the character so much and I was like, fuck this guy. Okay. I just I didn't like that combination of, of actor and, and, and character. Okay. What did you guys think of so you, Ned you guys loved? Yes. Yeah, he was good. He was What are you watching? <laughs> <You're> watching <laughs> That was that was like the guy in the chair. Yeah, <laughs> and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm the what is what do they call it? The guy in the, the friend in the chair. Right? Yeah, guy in the chair. You guy in the chair. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, he had all these great lines, the Death Star stuff, the, <laughs> just being around when uh, they're they're waiting the whole time to try to track these guys, like for waiting for them to stop. Oh yeah, yeah. And then at the like it, it kind of cuts out, and then he like gets up and he's wearing the mask. And, like, that was out of nowhere. He's just like, Ugh. he's like, oh shit, he's they're here. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, what did you guys think of uh, what's her name? The the girl Peter loved, had a crush on. Um, I don't know who what? she was supposed to be. She, she wasn't. Uh, she was just yeah. supposed to be a, like. Okay, I'm just okay. saying, as in terms of like playing that. She doesn't have any other. She's not an important character. Or no, no, other no. than that. Okay. She's going to Portland. She, she did fine <laughs> in the sense that, like, she did good. Like, she played her role. Obviously, didn't get, didn't extend too far. She didn't. It didn't seem like they tried to do anything yeah. amazing with her. Yeah, she's all right. So I, 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 I didn't it. have too much thoughts on her besides when they made the connection of. But like, that's the. I I feel like that's good because that's the point of the thing. Yeah. They, they don't want her to stand out. She's sure. not a standout character, and they did. I didn't. I think that's that one of the reasons why the Keaton dad thing threw me off. Yeah. Because you Yeah, she's mixed, and then you didn't expect that. Boom. Yeah, that was good. What did you think of uh, the other girl? MJ. MJ. Michelle? MJ. Michelle. What did you think of her? She's not MJ, but she did a good job. My friends call me MJ. <clears throat> You don't have any friends. Because, you know, Mary Jane becomes an actress, and she doesn't seem to have that personality for an actress in high school. But in this one, they make her seem like a leader because yeah. they're the, at the end, they're like, I nominate Michelle mm-hmm. to be, you know. Just call me MJ. Just call me MJ. I liked her sense of humor, and I had a discussion about this with some friends after seeing the movie, and it's about what you're bringing up, of that she wasn't MJ. Mm-hmm. Like, the character. Mm-hmm. And to me... I thought that was refreshing. But mm. to some of the people that I was talking to, they were like, well, th- like they were eh on the character. And then when they heard that it was MJ, they're like, oh, MJ again? <laughs> like they were tired. Like again, it's like the more of the repeat stuff that they've seen in the past movies, they want new. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we have, I think, two perspectives here. And this could be its own topic at some point in a future episode. But do you feel like something bothers you more when it's, called something that you're familiar with but it behaves and acts and talks like something else or do you think it it uh it really it, you're more familiar with i don't know what i'm asking i'm just gonna just vent it all out and then you so, get, but, but like if it act like let's say like if the other girl was called mj the the doe-eyed mm-hmm. whatever michael keaton's daughter if she was called mj i'd be like she acts like an mj mm-hmm. like just like the damsel in distress she's like super like into you know how, who's mj like we've seen she looks different a little bit, but okay, they're doing that just for like a quick. But character-wise, she would have seemed like she could have been like, "Go get him, Tiger." Mm-hmm. Having the other person, what is it? Be it was different. It was a departure for that, and mm-hmm. I like that. Um, but I, yeah, again, like it didn't bother me that it was she was called MJ. I'm like, okay, this will be different. This is a different take on these characters. I th- I think for me, it depends on how I love the character already in, in previous movies. If okay. I did like the MJ character and I felt she was very independent and you know she had reasoning to be there 
um, more so than just being the damsel in distress. Um, I, I'd love for that person to stick around and, and have that same power in multiple versions of that character. Um, but because that wasn't the case, I'm perfectly fine with them like re- completely rewriting into a different MJ um, and being different than, than she has been at all. Okay. Um, what did you guys think of the the story? Just Yeah, let's go into that. Like, just the pacing of everything, like, going into Peter wanting, yeah, getting happy, like, being put on a mission. I told Vargas about this. I basically predicted the story. Uses suit, abuses it, loses a suit, proves himself, gets a new suit. That's what I told. Wasn't a new suit. Eh, I thought you were wrong. You're wrong. Almost got a new suit. But, I mean, like, I hate trailers where they reveal too much. Oh, my God. The whole boat scene, I was not... In suspense <laughs> at all because I was like I've seen this trailer like yeah. Iron Man's coming yeah and that was, so here's my thing and it's a, it's it could be a it's a compliment and a, and a detriment I think that scene with uh, Keaton driving and the reveal and all that stuff was so good but at the same time I think part of my reaction to it being so engaged with that was it was the only scene that I felt like was not uh, revealed or, or predictable or anything mm-hmm. the rest of the movie like. Earlier struggles that Peter had gone through or tense moments that he went, I, I felt almost no tension, no mm-hmm. uh, struggle. Like, I'll give you an example. In my, this is just my opinion. When he was under all the, the rubble mm-hmm. after the, uh, the, first, the final confrontation before he goes and fights him, he, he lays there. And it's an iconic scene from comics. If yeah. you've seen the images, it's like he's in the sewer after fighting like Doc Ock, I think. Mm-hmm. In that. Anyway, he's in there and he's, it's impossible odds. He's like, I, I give up. Like, this is me. Like the Batman broke his back sort of moment. Yeah. He like, like he vocally screamed once, mumbled a little bit and then like looked in his reflection and just pushed up. And I was like, I could have done with like maybe another 30 seconds to a minute of him just struggling, giving up, like thinking about everything that means something to him. And then like, it would have, I felt like had much more impact. I, I I, like, I've, he did one thing. I was like, I guess they're like, we're on a clock. We got to get this one. Like, that's the vibe I got. I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like it was rushed. Did you feel genuine like he's lost? Yeah, because I, well, cause I felt like what I saw it as is he's fucking getting crushed. It's not even that he's just stuck. He's getting crushed is how I saw it. Okay. And so he's he yelled for a good amount of time. Like, you know, and you, in his voice, it was like, dang, this guy yeah. is, he's beat. Like, right. you know, he's he's given up. He's He's beat. Um, he takes off the mask, throws it on the ground or throws it down. Um, and then when he, when he, when he tries to lift himself up, that's when he looks down and he sees the mask. And I guess, yeah, that little point where he sees the mask, it was like immediate to like in getting all that strength to going up. It could have, well, I don't know how I would have written it though. That's the only thing. So I I feel like I just would have had to go a little bit longer, maybe try it one or two more times before like just breaking down and then like looking up. But then I feel like that kills the purpose of. Of showing how strong he really is, that it's just in one try if he really, really tries. Well, I think that would, it would, ref- in my opinion, it would reflect more of his pers- perseverance. Like, even when he, like, he had, he literally gives up for a second and just lays there and is quiet. And then he's like, and then you just maybe hear, like, a voice, like, with great response, like, something, mm-hmm. just anything. The Superman thing. Yeah, yeah, that something, that yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> something like, so, and then he just slowly just fucking, like, Inch by like it would have built. I thought yeah, okay. I would have liked. I think I got it, but I felt like it was a missed opportunity. Gotcha, That's all. Gotcha. It, I got the message that he was struggling, <clears throat> but I felt like he could have. His whole character is about 
everyone else having like their powers feels like like Iron Man has his powers. He's pretty. It helps. It benefits his life. Peter, it's like a, almost a detriment. He, it's made life more complicated mm-hmm. for him. And I felt like his whole thing is always going up on these challenges. And going back to the story, I loved the thing about him and Keith Vulture was that they're like, we're the guys that have to pick the scraps after all mm-hmm. these fucking giant superhero yeah. guys. We're the little guys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a fucking great story right there. Yeah. Like, that's what makes him unique and the, this world unique. It's mm-hmm. like it's not defenders, it, but it's in that realm of like we're the we're the street guys. Yeah. He's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. There's only so many. Yeah, there's only so many heroes. You can't. They can't all take care of everything small. So there's got to be. They're doing the cosmic threats. He's there's doing. Gotta, the, there's got to be friendly. And when he when he turned down like, Tony, that, that was, was like that, that was, was fucking good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> what I going talking about that now. I'm. I need to really get it on paper. I don't know where the timeline is with all this stuff because I know it skips around. Mm-hmm. Like they do the eight years ago. They have the Avengers Tower, the mm-hmm. rubble from Avengers One. Mm-hmm. Then they do Civil eight years War. forward, and that's where I think things get muddly because I know part of it takes place during and after Civil War. Part of it plays takes place before it. I think. Okay. I don't know. Wait, it takes no. after because he. It, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's after, but. Like where, like it, I think it's taking a place parallel to Civil War. Mm. So certain events, like Pepper's with Tony, and uh, Tony hasn't, I think, lost it yet. And mm. it wasn't Cap at the base oh, where, shit. where he's he's talking to Peter. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like that. I'm I need to. Yeah, I think I need to like diagram yeah. this shit up. But um, where do you see the future of this going? Like, let's say there's two more movies. Well, Aunt May fucking knows who he is now. <laughs> what uh, the. F- Oh, Yo, the soundtrack. We, we haven't is, talked about Aunt May. Hey, the soundtrack. Yeah, and Aunt Hot. May. Whatever you're doing. Five, 52 years old. <laughs> Flip that age, 25. She looks better than most 25 years. You know what? No joke, dude. She has been working. Then they try to make her look older by putting glasses on. Didn't, didn't work. work. I guess she also, <laughs> exact going into that role, didn't realize how old Aunt May is supposed to be. After the Tobey Maguire, like, oh, <laughs> my poor heart. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, but okay. Yeah. I mean, soundtrack. that was one of the big reasons why in the comics Peter didn't want to reveal Spider-Man because he felt like Aunt May would get a heart attack. She's so fragile. <laughs> yeah. But and he does mention it in this one. Yeah. He, he, and it gets revealed accidentally. It's not. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it on purpose. That'll be interesting how they go. Okay, so it's they an, have that set up a little bit. The new one's gonna start with just saying "fuck," <laughs> and then he's <laughs> <just> like, "oh <laughs> shit." <laughs> So they have that teased. They have he's got the suit again, and they have the hinting of the prison stuff with with um, Scorpio. with Mac. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to see? Like, if you could see it going forward, I want to see the big villains, Doc w- Ock or Green Goblin. You want to see those? I want to see Doc Ock. Next movie. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Artist? Um, I agree. I think Doc Ock was one of my Mysterio would be sick though. My favorite villain. Holy shit. I have my pick for next villain. What's yours? Besides Scorpion, Craven. Oh. I want to see you. We, we've seen some of these other ones. And that when I saw Scorpion, I was like, Scorpion, we haven't seen it. I'm really excited for it, especially because they got Nacho. You know, who- the other one I got excited was like, I want to see Craven's last hunt. I want to see something to that effect. It's a great Craven story where he's like, this is my, my hunt. Like, you are my prey. Like, that whole. The Rock as Craven. The Let's Rock? Go. I'm just got I want to cast like I I, I want to cast the guy in American Gods, but I feel like he's a little too old. 
Which guy? Uh, I don't know his name. He's the like old, old guy. Old guy. Old. The the the. Uh, uh, He's in um an, another HBO show. Yeah. Deadwood, Deadwood. Yeah. Ian Ian McKellen. He was in uh, Game of Thrones this last season. Not Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian something. He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sure. The one that was like with the Hound, who was like, "Hey, you know, join us." Yeah. Be, He's like the pastor. Oh. Kind of yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Guy. Wait, is he the main guy mm-hmm. in that in, town? In what? In in Game of Thrones. And that. Well, in he that. was in this little like village of like. Believers or something. Yeah, yeah. Is he is he part like is he the main pasture guy in that yeah, grouping? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I know who that guy is. Yeah. If he was a little younger, my pick. If we're gonna cast Craven, leave Schreiber. Okay. Saber, I think like Sabretooth. Yeah, the guy uh, plays Sabretooth, and he was in Goon as a as a Goon. Goon Two's coming out. Huh? Goon Two. Yeah, that's true. But I could see him doing like a like a gruff, but still kind of like. American, mm-hmm. I know. I know. Craven's got is like European or Austrian. I forget. He's he's not. He's a foreigner. But when I saw uh, uh, the Vulture's jacket, I know mm. it was like a, a, a flight jacket. But the the fluff around him, I was like, just make it like a tiger or something, and just have it going down like a vest, and just be like, fucking bring it, man. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, I want. I want it more. <laughs> I know. I would want to save Goblin or. Doc Ock is the third movie. Mm. Was like, it makes superior Spider-Man. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> Man, that would be the dream. That would be the dream. I'd have to change mine. I, I feel like we've, we've seen Doc Ock, you know, obviously in a different one. We've seen Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say Mysterio then. Mysterio, he'd be, be good. Yeah, he'd be cool. There's just a lot special can, that effects. can be done. Yeah, exactly. Special effects. I think wise. if they do like him and Scorpion, that would be a good like he if he were to have a straight shot at either one of them, he would have a, a good shot of taking him down. But the thing is they would constantly be like guerrilla tactics yeah. harassing him. And it'd be an interesting like how can we terrorize Parker? Mm-hmm. Like bit by bit we'll t- p- take apart Spider-Man. I don't know. I see potential with that. Other than that, I'm like they kind of tease a I think they're hinting at him being the, like the Spider-Man movies being more of a vessel for um, like how Iron Man movies were, where they were Iron Man movies, but then they sort of became like Avengers ish or maybe Captain America movies were more that way. Did it start? Iron Man started it, right? It was yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, Incredible Hulk. Edward yeah, Norton. You're right. Yeah. I never. I haven't seen that one. What? That's, that's good. It's a good one. That one. It is good. Here's a comment. We were talking about this right before the episode. You were talking about the director mm-hmm. commenting about it. And I, I feel like it's kind of – I'm not saying they're irrelevant, but I feel like their role is more minuscule than a normal movie, like a, like a baby driver or a get out. Like mm-hmm. their role is really diminished and they're more of like a, a, a coordinator, mm-hmm. like a traffic – I don't know, like – what, you want to share your side of what what you what the I think was? Marvel movies are kind of like Marvel comic books. If you're a writer or artist for a comic book, is that they want you to follow a certain path. So you could be writing something for Daredevil. We want you to put original sin storyline. Just drop it. And so I feel like that's how Marvel movies are. They that's what happened to Edgar Wright. Where mm-hmm. He had to leave because he wanted to make an Edgar Wright film. Marvel wanted to make a Marvel film. If you don't follow their plan, you get kicked out. Yeah. So, and to that point, I'm like, I'm looking at it, and it works for the way Marvel does their franchise. It keeps that tone. It keeps a unified everything. There's less chances of inconsistencies of like timeline fuck ups or whatever else there might be. Um, 
But if you want like that flavor of a director or whatever, I feel like you look at DC and they're all over the place. Not uh, taking the quality of it aside, mm-hmm. just looking at like a director's vision for the style and they have. I feel like they're all over the place because they're they've empowered. I don't know if they've empowered, but they ha- they don't have as much control the, in the yeah. same way Marvel does and. It's a, str- a power struggle between directors and like David Ayer with the Suicide Squad. He made his cut and then they cut a different version yeah. and they like mash it. And it was like, okay, fuck. That was like, it gone wrong. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about uh, the last Fantastic Four film. That was one. That was <laughs> so good. that director did not show F- Fox what he was filming. Whenever they would say, take, let me like, take a look at the film. He's like, no, get the fuck out. So he would just kick him out and... They didn't know what was being filmed, and obviously, the, yeah. Well, no, no, it, no, no, no. So what happened? Part that was part of it. I think uh-huh. they got like a late cut, uh-huh. and he, they went back and recut the second half of the movie. Yeesh. And so there's a tonal shit. Like I was watching Comic Book Girl, Comic Book Girl 19 on YouTube, and she goes over the whole history mm. of production, and it was very much what you're saying. He was a but the thing was he, he was also a new director. Mm-hmm. He had just done like one or two movies, and they were like, "Pluck him. We want him. We're gonna we're gonna do this." And this kid, like, ma- like he he was making like a twenty mi- like a ten million dollar movie, and they gave him like a two hundred thousand million dollar movie. They're like, go. And it's like there's there's a definite change of like how you approach a movie with that, yeah. and they don't have the the know how or the experience to gradually build to that. Mm-hmm. And so he he was making whatever movie he was making, and then they started making like executive decisions late in the game, like, "Oh fuck." Like, this is not what we wanted in terms of expectations, regardless of whatever movie he ended up making. It ended up being mashed, and uh, they had to, like, they had to bring back, uh, uh, what's her name, uh, the girl from season one of House of Cards, uh, Mara, or whatever. Rudy Mara. Yeah, 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 her. And she had, like, if you notice, I guess, in a certain point in the movie, I haven't seen it, but I'm going based off the, I'm paraphrasing from the, what I saw in the YouTube video. She had a different color hair. Like, it wasn't natural anymore. <laughs> it was a wig. And there was a bunch of other th- stuff. And they cut out whole different segments, rec- just mashed it all together. And it was just a shit show. And then the director was vocally pissed off. And he was destroying sets. Like, they had – not a set. Uh, his The accommodations they had give, provided him, oh, okay. it was like a huge million-dollar sort of rental or something. He destroyed the whole thing, apparently, <sighs> in like either in anger or in like – a way to get back at him or something. There was a lot of shit going on with that. But yeah, that is a perfect example of like, and one of those disagreements gone wrong of like how they control it. And I think Marvel's onto something where it's not just the franchise anymore. It's like how shows go about are like, it's a 10 hour movie with like these 10, 10 episode, one hour long Mm -hmm. shows. I think Marvel's like, let's treat our movies like a show. It's like a 22 episode season. Mm-hmm. of marvel like it's big but it's a longer term game they're right. playing and like kevin feige is the director of that mm-hmm. and so he hires like many directors it's like breaking the tasks up even further but was he the guy during the venom interview <laughs> that's the guy there's <laughs> like He's a meme of him like, like is venom tied to this movie and like he answers and it was sort of like a sad ben face sort of like Sadness and memes <laughs> were made and all this stuff. But Hello, darkness. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good movie. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the it. soundtrack was that. Soundtrack was Amazing. good. 
Yeah, dude, the intro, th- uh, outro, I loved it. If I overall, I enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. I think if I were There's to tweaks, I would. My only criticisms are, I like I said earlier, I didn't feel the emotional like investment that I did in in the in that one except for that one scene. Yeah. I think that's why I felt like Michael Keaton stood out to me so they much. They built him well too. Yeah, like yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah, and they didn't kill him off. Like <clears throat> the Marvel does this thing where it's like. There's another good villain. He's done. Check. <laughs> yeah. So there is potential for more. Mm-hmm. And but is he going to be a villain? He saved his life. Exactly. He's like maybe. Yeah. I, and he defend. And he didn't tell reveal his identity. Yeah. It doesn't so. necessarily mean he he's not going to. He's going to continue to be a villain. Uh, it could also mean uh, he's just done. Like in general, just they just didn't happen sure. to kill him. Or obviously he can come back as a good guy. Sure. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, Sinister Six. Let's go. Or as a as like um. I mean that's what Sony's <laughs> trying to do though. That's the fucking stuff. Like, he, don't rush it. He can also come in like in uh, Marvel versus Capcom. He can come in as an assistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like just Spider Man just calls it. I need an assist, and then he just like picks him up. You know, drags him off to the side somewhere. <laughs> safely, safely lands on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, I noticed a few more cameos? Um, you know the two. Whenever the high school had the youth, the the uh, announcer posts, oh, there was mm-hmm. the two kids. Such one of them is cringy. Betty. One of them is Betty Brandt. Oh. oh, who is one of the uh, people that works at the Daily Bugle? The one who's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, you have a date." She's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh." It zooms <laughs> into <his face>. <laughs> <laughs> the humor was great. Yeah, uh, they did well on Bill from Freaks and Geeks was the teacher. Hannibal Burris, <laughs> he was fucking hilarious. That second uh, end coach, the coach in that game, dude. Yeah, when, he was, when he's being the, the when he's being the uh, the detention person, and he's like, "No, stop, come back." <laughs> And he's like, you're not supposed to be here. And she's like, ah, I like to draw. Whatever. He draws him. <laughs> the second end credit, how meta was that? Uh, the the oh, Captain America. Like, Holy <laughs> shit, this is so meta. <laughs> you know what's important? Patience. <laughs> God this damn it. Fucking meta. And the, uh, apparently, Hannibal Buress, like they did the premiere, and he hired someone to go for him, and th- and he wanted to see if people would figure out if it was him. Yeah. They thought it was him. Oh my god. Yeah. Like he, and he, he hired a, a picture black of a guy. guy. And he and he he posted on his uh, official Twitter. He's yeah. like, at he, it's a picture of that other guy, and he's like officially at the uh, red carpet event or whatever. And people were like, "Oh, how, how did you feel? Like, what was it like?" And this was like, "Got him!" Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but when I saw him, the first thing I thought was the comedy. Him Eric between Andre. Eric Andre, and I was like, "This is gonna go bad, dude." Oh. It's just not my comedy, man. His stand-up's good. I like his stand-up. But I he hope, has like that deadpan, you yeah. know, and then but his it's just his punchlines because he's he's completely dead, you yeah. know, deadpan. All of a sudden he just says something, and you're like, holy oh. shit, that was good. <laughs> yeah, you know, catches you off guard. Yeah, I hope in terms of that they we get more teachers because th- this is sophomore year for Peter. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing the next two within high school still. So junior or yeah, junior year then senior year. So maybe the third one will be like Spider Man graduation. Yeah, or grad night. Another scene with the teacher was uh, what was the guy's name? The the guy that was in uh, Bill from Silicon Valley. Is that him? The guy with the glasses? The mathletes. Yeah. Thing? So uh, when he's uh, when he's getting interviewed at the bus, he's like, "I'm so glad we didn't lose a kid again." <laughs> <laughs> the humor was just yeah. like every little detail. Yeah. So they did good on all the teachers. I think they did. Good I found out two teachers. of the writers for this movie. One of them wrote. Was one of the main writers for Freaks and Geeks, oh, which I think helps to a lot of the, the the high school humor. Yeah, yeah. The other one was one of the kids from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, he was the shit. the the, the son. The he was the the friend of Bill. 
<laughs> uh, I forget his name, but he was in Waiting. He was the the new kid in the. That oh, the yo- the young kid I with think the curly I, hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow. Him, Bill, and another guy were the three young kids, nice. and then the, the Frank uh, James Franco and the other people were the older, yeah. the geek, the freaks with Seth Rogen. So I was like. I, if that's the meta here, I want more of the teachers and guidance counselors That'd from Freaks and Geeks dude. to show up. At the like the Freaks and Geek high school with Spider-Man in it. That'd be awesome, dude. That's the vibe I got. Yeah, yeah. it was perfect. You know what I thought was hilarious? The elevator scene. Kiss her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, and he oh, thought about it. We, didn't, about we it. haven't talked about that. Yeah. So what did you guys think of that? The Karen. suit voice. Karen. Did it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? I it was, it was cool. different, and I did like it. I did like it. I would have liked a little less of it, but I was fine. I liked that it was there, but I wanted less of it. I thought it was too similar to Iron Man. I was mm. like, okay, everyone's got a Siri in their suit now. Yeah, that's like, true. That, and I would have, I know they toned, I guess they, uh, from reports, there was more Iron Man scenes, but they cut back. I could have nice. done with maybe one less. Yeah, that's Just true. one. Yeah, I did like, not like by was... a lot. Just like, eh. Kiss her. And he thought about it. Jennifer Connelly played that her. Oh shit! You know, married what? to the Vision also played Betsy Ross, and she played Betsy she Ross did. in the in the yeah. retcon. So meta, right and now, she's guys. in Labyrinth. Guillermo del Toro, what? But um, not I, RDJ killed it as always. Yeah, he was born for that. I liked I like John Favreau. As oh happy. shit! I was like. Yeah. You're good at happy. Yeah. When he's like, you, you're going to take it? You're going like, to take it. And he like leaves it there. And he's like, fucking done with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, with the with the less Iron Man, I think we could have done with the scene where he falls in the water, completely trapped in the parachute. I think we could we could have done without that part. Yeah. Without him Iron. He could have. Um, I would have just had to be like. I feel he could have activated remotely something in, in Spider-Man's there suit. You go. And then just, you know, obvi- obviously through communication been like, or you, you got to do better. Another way to further emphasize he's not he's there, but he's not there. He blacks out. He wakes up on the shore oh. and there's like a note like, be careful. Like, be careful. Like, something like <laughs> T.S. Lo- or, lo- a- a- XOXO Iron Man. <laughs> and he's like, man. He's here, but he's not. He's like, ah, further frustrated. Yeah, because that's that's the whole point of the of, of, of that intro of, of the movie, or like the beginning yeah. of the movie is he wants to impress Iron Man. Yeah. And it's just Iron Man isn't there to see anything. So he's like reporting too yeah. happy all the time. Um, but then they show, they do show excerpts of like, he is listening. He's just still not doing anything because he wants him to be, he, he still wants him to grow. Yeah. Training wheels. Um, I mean, I think like, he, he could have done better at that still though. Like if he... Did have people watching? He's like, okay, thank you, and just acknowledge that he took his input, and just be like, this kid can now stop meddling in that. But he just let him go, like ignored it. I'm like, he does bring up, you know, that he does a bad job with it. At some point, when he's busy uh, scoping out the guys on the boat, and he calls him, he's like, I just, I'm, I don't want to be like my dad. I really want to say you're doing a great job, and he's like, I, I, I'm too busy. He's like, you don't stop me when I'm praising you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just shows like the great miscommunication that's happening. Sure. Like, that's and that's what the movie's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Where you know he wants to be one of the better heroes, yet that's hang not, with the not, best. It's yeah. not his time to shine yet. Yeah, it is. It, well, I mean, yeah, it's soon. Maybe um, ever. Well, the thing that I've been hearing Kevin Feige say is like Avengers uh, three and four are going to take place, and then after four, Spider Man two comes out. And that is the first of the next phase, or oh, wow. whatever the hell season. And, and of nothing Marvel about movie. two yet, like villains no. or anything. Okay. Nothing. 
It's, I think it's too far out. They're like, we need to make sure everything with Sony is good. I, need the I don't know tomorrow. what they're going to do after Infinity Gauntlet. There's nothing that can top it. Dude, we talked about this in a past Con- episode. Contest of Champions. Matthew McConaughey is Norman Osborn <laughs> slowly getting together the dark, dark team. Green. And he can get Sinister Six in there, but it's now kind of mixed with other villains. Sinister Seven. I'm telling you. I think Infinity Gauntlet is better. See, I'm not saying it's better. <laughs> I'm just saying like that's a good follow because it's different. It's not trying to be your right. idea of Infinity Gauntlet written wise. It's it's like the best. Like you can't you can't top it. It's not the best, but it's so epic. It, yeah, exactly. And it, and it ends so much. Um, but the thing is, they can they can just start from a different point and continue on a different timeline, pretty much. New new characters. We were just starting with Black Panther. Yeah, I new, saw the trailer for that again. New oh, I'm so ready for that. Doctor Strange. Uh, a couple of these other guys, maybe some more guys and girls. Mar- Captain Marvel, she's probably coming soon. Mm-hmm. New Warriors. Ugh, I don't want to. <laughs> Squirrel, Squirrel Girl is getting a show. And you know who plays Squirrel Girl, right? I, I saw. The I AT&T girl. I don't care. Really? Yep. I care enough where I'm like, okay, I'll watch a YouTube clip of her as Squirrel Girl, but I don't want to watch a show of her. Mm. Like with her, It's not her. It's like New Warriors. Is it a show or a movie? It's, it's a, a show. show. Oh. I don't know. I it's all over the place. And Squirrel Girl's supposed to be like it she's beaten some motherfuckers. But she's beaten some. It's, it's, she's it's like, comics though. It's <laughs> comics. It's supposed to be where she's a joke character. Where she sort of like there's no reason for her to have these amazing powers and be this amazing. Well, she doesn't have amazing powers. But yeah, she's able to beat these. I guess. Insane. I don't know. You just gotta read them. That's the best way. I ain't gonna read them. But so them. this is the thing. I started talking to my girlfriend about like. People now that comics have gotten a wider audience mm-hmm. and they're getting like general public in, the general public is seeing the things comic fans have set, seen for so long: retcons, reboots, mm-hmm. varying costumes. Voices are coming out, and it's like there's only so many great stories. We're gonna start thinning through that cracks, yeah. and we're gonna get like the okay stories or the or the new stories. Or we're gonna see original or original stories. Yeah, we'll see new like uh, Christopher Nolan. Hmm. Original story, inspired obviously, Edgar but like, Wright. I mean, Hopefully. I think maybe he'll direct a DC movie. <laughs> I just want him. I to think direct. he's done. <laughs> I think he's done. <laughs> After talking to him, no. with, with what the do you soundtrack, think? he can do Guardians Three. That's all I'm saying. No, James Gunn got it. <laughs> I want. Uh, I one other casting I want to try and do before we finish this. I think this is a good wrapping point. Who would you cast as Jameson in this film? In this world. <sighs> That, can, you Toby, can't. You can't the Toby do, one was good. <laughs> you can't do the the. And Jameson's the photo. The, J.K. The photography. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. I want Spider Man. I know J.K. Simmons. Dude, He's perfect. Fucking, well, what's the what's the um shit? What's that short movie? Um, Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash. Like perfect. Man, like I can't think of. I gotta. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna go so left field with this. Go Ice Cube. <laughs> Angry. You know what? Honestly, with the way they're casting everything, I don't. It doesn't even seem like it's that out of out of reach. I'm going left field. You're going like 21 21 Jump Street. Street. Follow the money. Follow the drugs. Follow Peter Pan. What you're going with the wire now? Follow the money. I don't know what he says. He says something similar. Who would you cast? I got one, and this is just me, just gut reaction. I would go Stephen Colbert. <laughs> I could see him doing some extreme, like, exaggeration. Yeah. Um, Shit, make it Carell, dude. Shit, make it Carell? Who? Uh, I don't know his first name. Oh, Stephen Carell. Yeah. Oh, Michael Scott? <laughs> 
No, you know what I do? I do some like you want to hate Jameson, like he's an asshole. I would do Ricky Gervais as like this pompous British, like shitbag who's just like, fucking like, God, this pretentious Spider-Man. Like, I could see that maybe. I need fucking pictures. Maybe. And then he has like a snobby sidekick at Stephen Merchant. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Done. You're an idiot sandwich. Yes. Perfect. I love it. I You're love an it. idiot sandwich. I need pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> that one, I love that one. That's perfect. Yeah. There you all go. Right. That's mine. Where Gordon are we ranking Ramsey. all the Spider-Man movies? Oh man, you want me to rank every single one? I can rank this is like on the top. This they, the writing was Set fantastic. A yeah, honestly, it's if anything, it is the top. If I have, I I don't want to. I'm gonna not rank, look back and just assume. I'm gonna rank the top three. Okay. This last one, Homecoming, number one. Number two is Amazing Spider-Man two. Second one, yes, with Andrew Garfield, yes. Okay, and the third one would be the first Toby. Spider. The the first one of those of those three. The first. The first one the first of the three. Sorry. Yeah. Why the second Amazing one? I'm just. I curious. think that Gwen Stacy death scene is. Okay. Good. Okay. The my favorite part of that movie was the Peter Gwen relationship and the web turning into a hand. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was. A, I did. I gotta say that movie. I loved uh, the end scene with Electro and the music. Uh, like it's bitsy He's like done it. Like him as a villain was really goofy, yeah. but that scene was really cool. I've like, missed a few Spider-Man movies. I haven't seen the one where he goes emo. Oh my! You need to see that oh, one. I haven't seen that to one to further appreciate. I haven't seen Toby Amazing three. Spider-Man one or two. Well, you, so you missed that one. Yeah, I missed okay. it. So I could just say this is number one. That's all I have. <laughs> and the original. Um, one his, and two? his third pick. Um, one? Yeah, one. That one was William good, William Defoe? Yeah. I, why the mat? Like, he has the perfect <laughs> face for Goblin. I go this, number one. Homecoming, mm-hmm. number one. Then I go... This is hard. I would go exactly. You're throwing these questions at us. No, the, this okay. Is so I like hard. Doc Ock more than I like Ooh. all the other villains mm-hmm. that I've listed or that are there. But I don't like Toby, and I'm like, <laughs> and I like. So therefore, that evens it out. So that's third place instead of second. Place. That's third. So <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man one. No, fuck. Dang. I liked one because it had Lizard Man. But Lizard then you like Electrode because of the end scene. No, with I, the it's a bit spider. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Harry in that world, though. I don't like that actor. He's like a child in a man's voice. He's like, hello, Peter. Like, he's got this... All the Valerian commercials, they're in every goddamn movie now. He's like, hi, I'm D- blah, blah, blah. I'm D- David, and this is Valerian. I don't know. Anyway, I would go... But I like Rhino. Paul Giamatti. Oh, shit. I, I mean, I didn't like that Rhino, but I like Paul Giamatti. I'll go... Okay, I'll go Homecoming... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1, and then I'll go uh, Toby Spider-Man 2. Mm. Top 3. Okay. Spider-Man 3 is the lowest. Oh, yeah. Then it, then 4th will be Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then 5th will be... First Spider-Man. Toby. First, I don't... I, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't like... I don't like since, Peter. Since I don't I'm, like Toby. Toby can... He has the ugliest cry face. Does 2 have Sandman? No, 3 has Sandman. Okay. 3 had Sandman. Venom. 3 had Venom. 3 had... Rhino. Extreme sport. No, 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 no. Oh, Rhino. shit. Three Wait, had and Venom, Sandman, and X Games, Harry Osborn. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Franco. So yeah. I've only, technically, I guess I've only seen three. So I, I would do. Hey, he fucks James Franco up. I would do in a row. James Franco fucks him up. He's like, so oh. good. 
<laughs> There's some great gifts for that yeah. movie. So in a, mine would be Homecoming, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2. Okay, cool. Is the way I would do it. You heard it here, folks. We've Home, talked about Homecoming. Homecoming number one on all best of our Best Aunt May. Marisa told me. Aunt May, you know our number. You know where to find us on social media. <laughs> Hit us up. Some weird Aunt May social accounts. Yeah. Like, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Hey, guys. And you can find me at the Fulio 365 ah, Where can they find you, Jay? At The Last Bosses. And where can they find you, Karosh? Kujo Prime. At, oh, at Kujo Prime. Ah, and you can find us all at The Weekly DLC on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us. We'll be around. We post some funny pictures. We like to put our faces on things. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hot dog. Hot dog memes are going crazy right now. They're lit. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you have any thoughts, we want to know what you think about Spider-Man Homecoming. Where do you think it fits in with everything else? How you like it? How you don't like it? You know, all that jazz. Um, and yeah, until then, we will... DLC. You later. Later. <laughs>